Welcome to the Littles Love Learning Podcast, the place to be if you want to teach your child to read and write correctly and effectively based on the science of reading. My name's Erin, and I'm a former classroom teacher with my master's degree in early childhood education and over 15 years experience. And although I'm no longer in the classroom full-time, I spend my days subbing, tutoring, volunteering, and working with students on their literacy skills. I am passionate about helping parents like you understand how kids learn to read and write in the right way, because yes, there is a right way. Each week we'll tackle the most important topics in early literacy, including the best way to teach letters and sounds, the difference between sight words and high frequency words, and why spelling and handwriting should not be skipped. Are you ready to help your child become a strong reader? Then let's dive into today's episode. Today, I want to share with you about two types of words that you want to be super, super familiar with if you are teaching preschool, pre-K, or kindergarten. And if you want your little ones to learn how to read and learn how to spell correctly, you need to really know these two types of words. They are VC and CVC words. So what are they? We are going to talk about that in this video. We'll talk about what these words are. I'll give you lots of examples. We'll talk about why they're the most important words that you want to start with when you're teaching little ones to read and to spell. And then I'm going to give you an example of how I would use these words, working from phonemic awareness, oral sounds, all the way to spelling, which is encoding, and how these VC and CVC words can be used in different ways to move our kids along the continuum of being able to work with them orally, all the way to being able to spell them on their own. So let's get started. So let's talk about the definitions of these two types of words. VC stands for vowel consonant and CVC stands for consonant vowel consonant. The reason we like VC and CVC words for our youngest learners is that the letters in these words usually play by the rules. (laughs) They usually behave. They usually represent the sounds that we expect them to represent. Especially if you're a little one and you've just learned the alphabet, you expect letters to make certain sounds. So VC and CVC words usually follow those patterns, which is really, really helpful. Now, as our little ones get older in first grade and second grade, they're going to learn that the letters sometimes can represent other sounds. So for example, they're going to learn that C can represent K or S. They'll learn that G can represent G or J. They're going to learn that sometimes letters can be put together to represent a sound, or sometimes letters can represent two sounds, like the letter S representing S or Z. There's all sorts of rules and patterns and everything they're going to learn about phonics coming up. But if you're working with preschool, pre-K, and kindergarten, you want to work with words that play by the rules that we expect, these expected sounds. And so that's why you really want to choose VC and CVC words in the beginning. So let's do some examples. For VC, I want to start with a vowel sound and then I want a consonant sound and that's what makes it VC. So I could have at, at. This would be a VC word. This is a great one to use with our littlest learners because both letters are saying the sound that we expect. At, at. But sometimes we can have a VC word that's not just two letters. 
So for example, itch. Itch is actually a VC word as well. It has a vowel sound and a consonant sound. Itch, itch. However, I wouldn't use this word with my littlest learners unless they have already learned the trigraph, TCH, that represents ch. Most preschool and kindergarten students are not going to know this trigraph, which is why I wouldn't use this word. But I wanted you to know that a VC word doesn't always have to have two letters. And it's not about the number of letters, it's about the number of sounds. That we have a vowel sound and then a consonant sound. So technically this is VC, but it's not one that I would use with my littlest learners. Now let's look at some CVC words. So again, we wanna have the sounds, a consonant sound, a vowel sound, and then a consonant sound. Not the number of letters, but the number of sounds. So for example, I could make k, a, t, cat. This is a CVC word, a very common one that many of us use with our little learners. K, a, t, a consonant sound, a vowel sound, and a consonant sound for cat. But this is also a CVC word. Ship. Sh, i, p. I have a consonant sound, a vowel sound, and a consonant sound again. So this is also CVC ship. I would only use this CVC word with my little ones if they know the digraph SH represents sh. If they don't know that digraph, then I'm not gonna use this word with them. If they do, this is a great word to use. So again, I just want you to know it's not the number of letters. CVC words aren't always just three letters, but they are three sounds. A consonant sound, a vowel sound, and a consonant sound, ship. So now we know what VC and CVC words are, and we know why we want to use them with our little learners, because those letters are really performing the way we expect them to perform. The sounds are the sounds we expect. If we've taught our little ones all of the consonant sounds, and we've taught them the vowel sounds of short vowels, then we can put those consonants and short vowels together to make those VC and CVC words to help them feel so successful with their reading and with their spelling. So what I would do with these words is I would start actually orally without any printed letters and I would help my little ones pull the sounds apart in those words so they know how many sounds are in the word and we can also work on blending those sounds back together. So a couple of things I do. One, I like to play the game mystery words where I say a word just by its sounds and I have my little ones blended together. So for a VC word, I could say, what's my word? at, and they would say at, or a CBC word. I could say, what's my word? D, a, g, dog, and they would blend them back together. We can do the opposite. Instead of blending, I would have them pull the sounds apart. So I could say, how many sounds in the word at? And they would have to listen and pull those sounds apart. That can be tricky. And so what I've created is a sound mat. I have a two sound mat and a three sound mat. It has a hand here and it also has some sound boxes. So the way I would do this, if I was helping my little ones pull the sounds apart in the word at, I would say, okay, let's say the word at while we pound the hand. So you pound it like this, at. Then you tap the sounds you hear in the word at. At. And then you can use just a little marker, a little bingo chip, a Lego, whatever you have. 
and one would represent each sound in that word. So in the word at, again, I would tap it, at, two sounds, at, and then I would help my little ones blend it back together, at. Notice I'm not using letters yet. I'm just using something to represent the sounds. These are just little magnets I have, but like I said, you could use Legos, you could use goldfish if you wanted to use a snack and have them eat it afterwards, or Skittles or M&Ms. You can use whatever you have. It's just one token represents one sound. So I can do the same thing for CVC words. So let's say I want my little ones to pull the sounds apart in the word dog. So I would say, all right, let's say the word dog. Let's pound it, dog. Let's tap out the sounds, d, a, g. How many sounds do we hear? Let's put one of these down for each sound. D, a, g. Let's put it back together, dog. So I help them pull the sounds apart and then blend it back together. What I would probably do is just focus on VC words first. So I would cut this mat apart and just give them the hand with the two sounds. That way they are, they're not worried about which hand they should be using. And then when I'm working on CVC words, I would just give them the three sound mat so we could work on CVC words. So again, I'm just starting with sounds. No printed letters yet. This is working on their phonemic awareness. Before we ever introduce the letters, let's work on pulling the sounds apart and putting them back together. Once my little ones are super comfortable with being able to pull the sounds apart and put them back together, I want them to map those sounds onto the letters that represent those sounds. Again, this is why I want VC and CVC words because these letters are going to act accordingly. They're going to do what our little ones think they're going to do. So I can use my sound mat again and I can say, okay, Let's see if we can spell the word in. How many sounds do we hear in in? Pound it, in. Tap it, in. Then I would say, what letter represents i? And I would need them to tell me that it is the letter I. And then we can pound it again if they need to remember. In, i, n. What letter represents n? It's my letter N. Now I have introduced the letters to map onto those sounds, and then we're gonna put it back together. I, n, in. And we have just spelled this word and read this word. So we started with the sounds only, and now we've introduced the letters. We can do the same thing for a CVC word. So let's say, I want my little ones to spell the word fog. All right, let's pull apart the word fog and find out how many sounds it has. Fog. F-a-g. First sound. What letter represents And they're gonna tell me because I'm sure we've practiced. Letter F. We could do it again. F-a-g. What sound represents ah? Or excuse me, what letter represents ah? Letter O. And our last one, ah, g, g. What letter represents g? Letter G. Let's blend it together. Ah, 
g, fog. We can also blend it this way. Ah, fa, fog, fog. So that's another way to blend. I have a video all about different ways of blending and activities you can do for blending. I will link those two videos down below. So now my little ones have spelled and read this CBC word. These activities are the building blocks of reading, reading multisyllabic words, reading more difficult texts as they get older. They might seem simple, but what they're doing is taking those sounds in a word, pulling them apart, mapping each sound to a letter, or if it's multiple letters as they get older, they'll learn that and then being able to put it back together to read. That's how we read. So activities like this, using these, whoops, we lost the g, <laughs> using these VC and CBC words. They're so important because they establish that connection to the sounds and the letters that our little ones need if they are going to be strong readers. So don't skip these. Now I'm gonna show you an example of how I use these sound maps with a preschooler so you can see how he can map the sounds onto the letters to spell a VC word and a CBC word. So I hope this is helpful for you to see. Your word is in. Can you pound it? Oh yeah. In. What's the first sound? If is spelled with the letter I. Very nice. What's the next sound? Mmm. Mmm. It's spelled with the letter. And my name is N. Ow. Well, thank you, Ow. Very nice. Can you touch the sounds? N. Nice reading. Your word is pit. 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 Nice. What letter spells p? P. Good. What's the next sound? If. What letter spells if? Hello. Good. What's the last sound? Hello. I'm a constant. There's only one guy left. What letter spells t? T. Good. Can you touch and say the sounds? It. Pit. Very nice. The activities that we do with VC and CVC words are so, so crucial for our preschool, pre-K, and kindergarten little ones. This is what we want to be spending the majority of our time on because these sorts of activities explain to our little ones how language works. So we have a word and it's made up of multiple sounds and now they know how to pull those sounds apart and they can also put those sounds back together to say the word so that segmenting and blending so so crucial. And we want to really focus on that. They don't even need to know their letters or sounds in order to be able to do these activities. That's why phonemic awareness is so important. But once they do know their letters and sounds, then they can map the sounds onto the letters. They already know how to pull the sounds apart. They already know how to identify the sound. And now all they have to do is map it to a letter, which they are going to know because they're going to know which sounds go with which letters. So it's great. It's all a progression to start with those sounds, to start with those oral activities with VC and CBC words, and then to move to using something like this sound map, or if you have something else that you like to use, but so that they can see how the sounds go with the letters. Like I mentioned earlier, this is a free download on my website, littlesloveLearning.com. 
I will link it down below if you're interested. It's just right now for VC and CVC words. You could absolutely use a hand and a sound mat like this for words with more sounds, four or five sounds. But again, preschool, pre-K, and kindergarten really should be spending the majority of our time. We should be working on these two sounds and three sound words. Now, you will see that I have color coordinated for the vowels to be red and the consonants to be blue. That is because the set of alphabet letters that I have, that's the way they do it. Our consonants are blue and our vowels are red. So I wanted to make it color coordinated for my students. I will link these letters that I got down below so that if you're interested in getting something like that, you can. In the free download, I also have sound mats that are not color coordinated. So they're just blue, so you won't have to worry about if you have letters that match the correct colors, that's fine. I do have some that are just blue. I did wanna mention one other thing. For the VC words, you wanna make sure that your vowel comes first and then your consonant. We're not doing words that have a consonant first and then a vowel, like for example, the word me. The reason we don't wanna choose those words is because when a word ends with a vowel, it ends up being an open syllable and the vowel will make the long sound. So in me, the E is representing E. Normally, E represents eh. That's what we've taught our preschoolers and our kindergartners because that's the short vowel sound, eh. But in me, the E is representing E, the long sound. So when you're doing two sound words, make sure it's VC, the vowel comes first and then the consonant so that you don't confuse them. You wanna work with short vowel sounds, both for VC and CVC words. And I forgot to mention one thing about these sound mats. You can absolutely have your little ones write on these. If you laminate them, just have them write with a dry erase marker in the boxes, or you can put them in a clear plastic pouch and they can write directly on them. I was showing an example of using magnetic letters because I think that's really helpful, especially for our preschool, pre-K and kindergarten littles. If they are still working on letter formation, we don't want them forming the letters incorrectly when they're writing in these boxes. And if working on letter formation and working on spelling is a little bit too much for their brains, you can just use magnetic letters or foam letters or whatever you have for them to put in the boxes. And then when they're ready, you can have them work on actually writing the letters in the boxes because that is really, really helpful for them too. So you can kind of baby step them up in that way as well. So there you go. That is all the information I have for you on VC and CVC words. I hope that it's been helpful. I hope that you will use VC and CVC words in your classroom or at home with your little ones. Really focus on the oral sounds first, the phonemic awareness. When they're ready, you can introduce the letters so they can start spelling these words, blending them to read them, and they are going to have such a strong start to learning to read. They're gonna be all ready when school rolls around. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. For more information on helping your child learn to read, head over to my website, littleslovelearning.com. While you're there, don't forget to join my email list so you stay up to date with all things early literacy. You can also find me over on Instagram at littleslovelearningblog. Happy learning!